0: Hi, I'm Chris Roberts, and this is Late Night Vacuum. Welcome to the Late Night Vacuum. Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Vacuum. I am your benevolent overlord Grokkies. And to my left, my yeah, my my left is uh not so benevolent overlord Dublar
1: Thackeray. He he kicks puppies. Hello, mongrels. How is everybody? I've missed you all so much. No, you haven't. Well, let let them have the, the illusion. <laughs> um So, yeah, so um, a couple of quick things. Big shout out to uh, Cabin Flint, who um, uh, stepped in uh, two weeks ago. Yes. uh, From our recording. And uh, so sorry that um, we didn't do an episode last week, as I was completely out of it. We'll talk more about that after we do our sound sync in three, two, one. Mm. over i think that was the best one yet um so yeah um i i i was abs. <clears throat> i'm okay are you I sure was, i was absolutely terrible last week i was so bad it was ridiculous
0: i had to tell him what he tells me every time i get sick which is Stop trying to push it. You overtax yourself. You overdo it and you try too soon. Just get better.
1: Yeah, so that's what I did. Although, um, because I thought we were going to do the the show last week, um, I actually had no real voice. Um, Any stress would have really hurt it. Uh, So I actually got myself some coconut shells in the absolutely m- medically fucked up thanks to what it's I was taking idea that I could communicate through
0: so try, try to drag- do a four clop.
1: Sorry?
0: You were hitting two and a half. Mm. It's
1: so it would, I can't
0: it would, do it without the shells, but it's it, it, one, two, three, four. So it it's would, I was literally right, left, left a right. code
1: where it would be like Yes. No. What do you mean by that? You got um, very
0: quiet all of a sudden. Me? Yeah.
1: I'm using well, I'm using
0: horse sh- uh, coconuts. How can now you-, you now your volume went back up?
1: <laughs> and so I'm trying I was trying to work out how I could create a system of communication uh, with which we could actually do a podcast episode. And That was probably actually the deciding moment where I really realized I was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, special. Don't history. worry,
0: we'll find a way to use them for Foley effects in the future.
1: Oh, I'm sure we'll find some some way. Um, is he riding the horse or clapping two halves of coconuts together? Why not both? Um, so, Grackys. Where did keys. you get those coconuts? I got bird planters. From half shell coconuts, and then I just emptied them out. Oh, bird planters!
0: So yeah. they were brought in by
1: swallow farmers, African or European. Shut up, move on. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't resist. <laughs> um. So, so, uh, what have you been playing, Grakis? Let's kick off.
0: All right. So, what I've been playing, uh, yeah. in the past couple of weeks. Let's see. Yeah, mad There's crazy gaming fool. XCOM was in there.
1: Oh, I've heard of that game.
0: Yes, in, in preparation of XCOM 2 coming up. I hope to be able to grab it. So that's gonna be fun. I like killing off chat. I mean trying to win the game. Um so I've been I've been playing that. I played some Elite Dangerous okay. and used my track IR and I created a new character on Crass's Elite Dangerous role playing server. Oh cool. Um, He's Special Agent Grakis of the GBI, the Galactic Bureau of Investigation. Okay. Uh, you know, he, he's checking if people have ever experienced lost time, unusual things in uh, frameshift space to, to see if which space is out there.
1: So he's, he, he, he's the Grakis Mulder.
0: He calls himself Spoopy. He, Spoopy. Well, he does. He got given the nickname Spoopy Grakis. It's because of a zero g incident in space, and he space pooped himself during training, it was and he doesn't a like to, to talk about it. He he made it disappear pretty quick, but people found out, so they called them "spoopy grockies."
1: Wow, this is like a therapy session for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's i I like to create odd and unusual characters. <laughs> Was, there was one time, as a, as, a, as a five-year-old, I managed to throw up through my nostrils, so I'm trying to work out if I can incorporate that into a character. <laughs> I've oddly, eat.
0: as far as I remember, never actually pooped myself. Never? No.
1: Not even when drunk?
0: I don't get blackout drunk, no matter how much I drink. I get sick before I end up blacking out. I've never gotten blackout wow. drunk, no matter how much. Even in my young and, you know, stupid decision years. <laughs> I am both impressed and scared. Um, it so, is scary. And Star Citizen.
1: And you play some Star Citizen, yeah, because uh, you. you I think is. you completed the Benny Challenge.
0: I did complete the Benny Challenge, yes. Uh, I believe, was I on with when I talked about that? I can't remember if we talked about that here. But um, yes, I completed the Benny Challenge. And for those that don't know, the Benny Challenge is you have to go to the Covalex Shipping Hub, You have to push the big Benny's vending machine into your ship. You then have to fly your ship back to Port Olasar. Then you have to push the Benny's vending machine inside, up both flights of stairs, and back into your room. So you have to do that.
1: That's and that's it is hand.
0: not easy because the Benny's vending machine doesn't like to go over bumps. So you have to <laughs> create tricky ways to try and lift it up and and do that. So yeah, I completed Benny's challenge. I've I've come up with a new game mode that I'm I'm gonna be uh working on.
1: Oh yeah, you're talking about that. Do you, you want to mention it now? Do you want to hold on to it for a little bit longer?
0: I can mention it now just okay. to get people's hype up. Um Okay, so we were playing around with I, I decided to play around with the Glaive, and other people were like, Oh, let's see what Isn't happens that a with different good ships. Ship? Oh, love it. It's except it drifts down too much. It it seems bugged. There there seems to be some sort of bug there. Um, however, the front blades on it with me and my hugs, they're just so much fun. And are you frozen? Oh god. All right, Skype crash. Technical difficulties, everyone. We will be right back <laughs> I really need some sort of music for technical difficulty. I need a technical difficulty screen. Okay, that's not coming back Let's try again Hold on, everybody. Nope. Let's
1: try again. Okay, so, um... Okay, you were talking. I was drinking. Go on. We'll rewind. Okay. (laughs) That is actually the sound of a gnome being molested. The fact that
0: you know that is both disturbing and impressive. I, as a DM, enjoy it.
1: Thank you. I should do guest voice. Um, I'm going to
0: have to remember that voice now because I'm sure that'll come up. (laughs) Anyway, rewinding back. Okay, Okay, so a new game mode that I've been playing around with, with the Glaive. Yes, um, good shit. Yes. the the blades on that thing basically I, I decided I wanted to have a day where I just hugged the crap out of everything and a bunch of the community got involved with it too the huggers and they ended up in the same map and were bringing out different ships to see what happened and I sliced straight through a freelancer at one point yes. like I hit it perfectly with the blade saw the inside of the ship as I went through it and just this explosion went on behind me and I went holy crap that was amazing
1: in my head, I imagine you slicing through the freelancer and there's comedically, there's like a, a janitor or a, or a guy in a little apron with a duster going, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can moment. see that.
0: Just one of those moments, like the back part of his clothing only or his suit gets taken, but mm-hmm. he's just standing there. I yeah.
1: So, um. But anyway. through anything. It's like a slap chop.
0: Yes, but the game mode that I came up with. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Glaive jousting,
1: mm. where
0: two players will take glaives and put them on either end of Alisar and they will joust, and points will be awarded for connecting with the other glaive if you can actually connect blade to glaive, and it's seen uh, breaking your blade is actually going to be worth more points and destroying their ship is going to be worth even more points and you'll you'll do so many runs so there'll be like three passes per run and then yeah. it'll be like
1: you know th- seven runs in total per round and what makes this um what's, what's important quite to mention it important quite important to mention is uh that one of the requirements will be to fly through the rings
0: Yes, you're going to have to fly through the rings of Alasar on the run. So you're going to be going at each other at high speed, deciding whether you want to risk cruise speed or if you want to go in SCM speed to get more control because cruise is going to give you more damage if you impact and likely more points, but you're also more likely to run into the station or miss. So
1: so you've got that as the obstacle, but you've also then got the... Uh, greater in, a much better chance of actually hitting because if you do this in open space you uh, you 've got uh, uh, a wider cone of of uh, accidental dodge, even yes. if you 're trying to hit each other so that sounds quite good um, a Mammon lord in, in uh, chat says if people want to participate they 'll need a lot of wreck. What's the best way to earn lots? So you may want to talk about what the preconditions of getting a Glaive are and what that all means.
0: Uh, Preconditions of getting a Glaive are, one, you have to complete all 18 waves of Vandal Swarm. Mm -hmm. So co-op is the best way to do that currently. And what's the best way to earn Wreck? Currently, actually, you can do 20 minutes of Vandal Swarm and come out with like 1,500, 2,000 Wreck. So... It is a rather expensive ship to participate. It's 35,000 wreck, but if you, you know, play some Arena Commander and do some Vandal Swarm and everything else for a few days, you can easily rent one, and, you know, you could participate in said tournament. Plus, also, if you're a subscriber, you have a ton of wreck. Yeah.
1: It's also worth uh, mentioning that uh, there will almost certainly be uh participants who already have a glaive so i'm sure they'll be more than happy to lend it out for another person
0: yep so there will be those that can just summon them to the pads other people can use them yeah we can have people ready for that i've got to come up with all of the details for this thing but i do want to try and come up with actual prizes too where people can win like something pretty good Mm. Going through the whole tournament and then like a couple of gift cards as a second and third place type of thing to, So we'll, we'll you know, work on that and see what yeah. we can come up with. But I, I I've gotta I've gotta come up with the details, so we'll announce more when it's ready. So um have you been playing anything else? Or has that been it? That's what I can remember off the top of my head. The rest of the time it's been I mean I played a little battlefront off stream and mm. uh, a little bit of a, a new uh it's um it's a turret tower defense type of space game that uh, the Astropub got me access to from PAX. Oh, and I was okay. giving it a test run to see how it would stream. Uh, I've gotta, I have got think I've got to find more hectic game modes in it. Mm.
1: And you can't show the last four levels. But it is fun. So I want to ask you a question. Have you been playing any games that you've been NDA'd on? NDA'd you, can say you can say yes or no to that, I, I reckon. Not that I remember. Okay, just checking. I don't think so. Maybe. Okay. Never mind. Moving on.
0: Oh, okay. No, <laughs> nothing. I nothing. I've been playing with Oh yeah, I did play uh, the division also.
1: Oh, you played some division. As yes, well. I did play
0: the division beta and streamed that.
1: How was that actually? Because I I kind of got very taken by the idea of that game when it was first announced, and I've kind of wavered and waned on it since. Cause it was a lot of fun. I tell us, tell us, um, I mean, how was it you were playing with Captain Flint or? Yes. Yes. So I was playing Captain Flint. Following on from Star Citizen, how easy was it getting the captain's game?
0: Uh, it was actually instantaneous. Like, oh, we're on each other's friends list. Okay. Join game. I'm in. What kind of tasks did you carry out? We shot a whole bunch of people. Seriously. It would, the, the tasks that because it was beta, it was quite limited But uh, the mission, the main one that we ran repeatedly was actually uh, it was sort of a theme park type mission, almost like in MMOs, how you go into a dungeon with a group Mm -hmm. of people. This was like you could go in with four people and you could set it to normal or hard. You would do runs on this mission. It started at level four, but it would scale up and then it was basically trying to get through uh, Madison Square Garden's. And rescue uh, medical staff that had been kidnapped and then kill. Like you know, any the day in New York, group.
1: basically.
0: Pretty much. Ah, yeah. that's okay. And then we, we went and we worked as a group together to kill other players in the PvP zone, the Dark Zone, they call it.
1: The Dark Zone. That's a hell of a catchy name for a, a dark place.
0: So, yeah, we had max level characters and everything within (laughs) a day of playing. Oh, nice. For beta max level,
1: beta max. So on my side, I've basically been playing nothing. You Um, sure? I'm going to say nothing. Not even solitaire. Fuck you. (laughs) Um, uh, No, I mean... uh, there, there, there have been a few games out um that uh, i can't say what i've been playing um mm. i am however looking forward to tomorrow because you know what tomorrow is you've already mentioned it briefly without Next pro- come to yes please. so i i have um, a, a friend at work who basically um comes in every day and tells me exactly what time he didn't get to sleep at because he's been playing um, uh, Dying Light, and ah. and I kind of go wibbly wobbly nowadays at uh, horror games. So um, I basically went, eh, I'll go and buy it, and then I went to go and buy it, and I saw I, I saw I saw Excom Two. <laughs> I went. Mm.
0: So, XCOM Two is going to take a lot of hours from people.
1: Yeah, so that's that's my. I'm looking forward to getting uh, home tomorrow, so I can fire it up and that's, see where it takes me. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna be watching a lot of streams on it. That's gonna be good. But here, let's get talking about all things Star Citizen um, hmm. because. That's what we are here for, and that's what we love. So um there w- we didn't talk about stuff happening from last week. There were a, cu- a couple of things, and we'll just kind of hit it uh, as we kind of go. Um One of the things that I was kind of uh, thinking about and brewing about, of course, was the, uh, the Unmelt system. Yes, you did bring um, that up. The tokens, I believe. The tokens, yeah. So it was going to be that... Um, For those of you who don't know, and I'm sure it's been covered elsewhere, um, uh, this is the kind of um, game and system where uh, if you were of a sufficient tier um, in your um, status relationship with Mm -hmm. CIG, you could um, email them very nicely and they would very kindly do Unmelts for you and sort out your account uh you know for example if i which i did i tried to get a particular ship and i and i missed it but in order to get that ship i had to melt a couple of ships i didn't want to melt yeah uh, i lost them I went, I don't know, I'm screwed. and so i contacted them and they sorted me out but this kindness became like a de facto standard and that's great i mean that's fine if they I can, can do is that a they good can, standard. yeah they can do that it's fantastic the only downside is that this kindness actually um Started to become uh, a sufficient drain of their of their uh, customer service resources. Majority of the tickets were about this, so they built a system which allowed you to kind of go past through all your all your transactions and allowed you in turn to uh, unmelt them. Now, uh, left hand, right hand. Um, the assumption understanding was that you could unmelt them. Using your store credits. Um, and fortunately, the initial iteration was no, you had to spend money. Now, mm-hmm. I can totally understand where that's coming from. And I know some people have said, well, that's rich considering the original intent of this unmelt s- system. Um, but having been in software development, it's amazing what incredibly obvious things can get dropped. Um, I see they do nodding. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: <clears throat>
1: yeah. Uh, you know, yeah.
0: developers, yeah. no, they, they never go, oh, crap, yeah, that was obvious, to hindsight, and
1: um, whoops. Yeah, oh, yeah, build built you a box, but, you know, this box can only hold half a puppy, but that's what we needed, we just needed a box. <laughs>
0: um. I don't know why you would need a box for only half a puppy, Duplard.
1: More think of more as a doggy bag. The um, s- thank you. Um, so, um, uh, <laughs> so I'm just reading some of the comments in chat and I'm having a bit of a laugh. Um, so, uh, what they did is they added in the uh token system now. Um, I Kind of accepted that, and I was fine with that because I mean it's more than what we'd have got from other places. But it turns out the token system is is a, is once a quarter instead sort of just once, uh, which actually makes me very happy. Um, I, do you think they've handled that well? Uh, I do
0: because it, it does allow them to keep the system from being abused. Where people are like, "I don't want this. I want this one. I don't want this. I want this one. I don't want this. I want the and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and and just trying to like, okay, I've done all these combat missions, but now I I need to go and and do some shipping stuff. I'm just gonna grab a hull by switching them out. And mm, mm,
1: mm. no, you don't get to do that. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm quite taken with that. I thought it was, it's one of those things where we've got used to this level of flexibility. So, to have it taken away uh, from us, uh, it would seem kind of cruel. Yeah, in the greater scheme of things, it would be entirely normal. It's like, um, so that I think they have gone, uh, again, uh, beyond what they, uh, what other companies may have done. Uh, but equally... The, uh, we are so used to the wonderful things they do for us. It did feel, you know, we, I think, strangely enough, this is the first time I almost felt entitled. <laughs> and I feel quite bad about that. You're human. I, it does happen. So so, I would, so it's like it reminded me to be a bit more mindful of, our, of my expectations setting around CIG. Because, um, you know, it, it's nice that they're doing this for us um i'm just seeing a ton of people in chat talking about things that they've uh melted up and there goes skype again
0: hold on everybody it's a technical difficulty day we have technical difficulties for you today i don't know why i'm singing this i just gotta fill the air time Do you like the technical difficulty song? Please like the song, please. I don't know what I'm doing, chat. Help me. Help me, chat. Save me. You're our only hope. Oh, dear God. Why is this happening? I, um, okay. That call isn't working. I'm trying again. There we go. I think we got it. I think, I think we got it. Hold on. It's ringing.
1: You're back. We are not back. We have been replaced.
0: No, you haven't. That—that's your natural form. Remember.
1: This is my natural, my natural husky form. No, this is actually my natural husky form. Um, it's amazing that I can actually see through these. <laughs> Hello everybody. you can see through them <laughs> yes um i can see through your nuts there we are i said it um so <laughs> mom okay so uh i've just sent a message to gracchis that if my skype keeps crashing just keep dialing me that's um, what i do the uh, it, I turned it on today, and it turns out my uh, PC did a full update um, while I had my back turned. So there may be other nonsense happening, causing the crashes. So I've got to experience that. Anyhow, Yay. what was um, the topic we were on again? So we we can- were talking about tokens. Yeah, so feel a bit entitled, but you know, I think it's worth being mindful um because uh we do get an awful lot of fantastic customer service and they do um uh, they they are uh centric to us the entire company um I have to sh- say that yeah. my t-
0: my customer service experience with them has been just completely neutral though. Really? Yeah, I've never sent a ticket in.
1: Oh wow, no, mine have been very <laughs> phenomenal. I've never had to send a ticket. So I have no <laughs> Wait a minute, hang on. You're American and you haven't whined about anything. I know, it's weird, isn't it? So wrong. Um, okay, so that was a good thing. And um, now uh, we've got uh, from, uh, I think, uh, 10 for the Chairman, a uh, fantastic. We were looking as a part of the pre show, just kind of saying, look, here's some things we want to talk about. And this one you and I latched on immediately, mm-hmm. which is um, uh, kicking down doors and knocking over tables uh come on the new use button yeah the new use button oh my god um do you want to fill the people in okay so as
0: everyone knows with star citizen right now that's played it whenever you want to interact with something on your screen is a nice big use button and that's all you can do you can either use the object or just not press the button and not use the object instead they're going in, and this has taken them a while because, oddly enough, for some reason, the use key is, like, ingrained in CryEngine. It's everywhere. The It's mm. like the creep from the Zerg. You have to take out every single one of their nodes in order to get the, the use yeah, button to so, recede. Yeah. Uh, it, so it's, it's all over the place. So it's taken them a while, but they're working on getting it out. And I believe they said 2.3 or 2.4 is the aim. So 2.3 they're hoping, or 2.4. we should start to see it. So the change to it is going to be instead of the use button, we get a menu of options basically related to whatever object is there. Probably through the ghost state system. So, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and basically what's going to happen is if you go up to an object instead of use, it'll say like bring down ladder or climb ladder or open door or kick open door, like you'll have options of what you are going to do with objects. So you you know sit down at table, trash cha- table. Good whatever they put in there with an animation
1: it'll work. Yeah.
0: And my god audio chat, you should see Dublar's face right now. Holy crap.
1: I'm drinking some Romanian potching. It it it
0: looked like Mr. Bean and Gollum had a love child.
1: <sighs> yes, but the love child is born out of their mouths. <laughs> the um, yeah, no. So the this, this this use function is going to be. It's going to be. It's again. It's one of those immersion things. Yes, it's 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 one of those things that um, uh, because of the contextualization, it will enable you to have a a, a, a more direct interaction with the world around you.
0: Yes, and that'll probably lead up to things like grabby hands, so that you'll be mm. able to do things like, "Oh, sub menu, pick it up," and then you'll
1: go pick it up, and you can carry it around you. Because yeah, because I guess one of the things for me is uses is such a uh, abstract term. Mm-hmm. So the idea that you can kick, da- open door, kick door, um, uh, you know, whatever they kind of determine.
0: I just want there to always be an option to poop on the object. I want it to be like ARC so that, you know, I can just run around and poop wherever I want. Okay. Just because I want to see it happen and it would be over the top ridiculous and people would get sick of it really quick. But I think it would be funny because okay. I'm 12.
1: If you had the choice between pooping on something, like so you were to look over a thing and the option said poop it. Or spang it. Would you poop or spang?
0: But spang implies that I have a frying pan. So that would mean I would get my frying pan and I would have to go with spang.
1: Okay. So the best of your entire happy world would be if you took your frying pan, you pooped on it, and then you spanged people with it. (laughs) that would be hilariously CIG we We found the worst player ever his name is Grackies okay I can't believe we've even gone there oh my god I can believe we've gone there you've made me feel like a sad father (laughs) (laughs) I have done my job well (laughs) nice Um, so uh, (laughs) okay Oh, what the fuck are we talking oh, Use. Okay, yeah. Talk to me about use. <laughs> well, I mentally scrub parts of me that haven't been mentally scrubbed for a while. You needed a good mental scrubbing. Um, I <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, this, this got derailed real quick. But the, basically, what it is, it's going to give us immersion upon immersion all through the uh all through the game this is the start of the system that'll let us interact with all sorts of different objects and everything else and hopefully we won't get a little button pop up with every individual object we can pick up because otherwise wherever you are in the world it's just going to constantly be the menu in front of you
1: that would be insane um so that was quite good so i'm really looking forward to that um uh, we got uh, from we got a lot of ship things and things to talk about, but um, we saw that uh, we had uh, of stuff came through today in uh, ship shape. Now um, level of detail, it's it's basically mm-hmm. what makes our machines groan, but not die. Uh, <laughs> not even really wanna, grown if you do, do you, level of detail right. No, if you do it right, but this is why this is why we've kind of got because the ships because we've always got to accept that this game has been built for future tech. Yep. Uh, so we've got good rigs and it plays fine. Um. Uh. Well, yeah, Okay. Um. So. Uh. But but the work that they have to do to make sure that um the uh, the cost of rendering a ship. Mm -hmm. changes based upon your relative distance is actually quite an interesting thing. And they went through that this uh, week. ship shape. Um, What were your thoughts on that? Uh, It it actually showed how there
0: there are explanations, one, for some of the problems currently even, where he was showing off the the cutlass as part of the description. And when he zoomed way out, he's like, okay, you see that one that's lit up this color here because there, there are colorations to the different Uh, The Cutlass, for example, has like five level of details on it. So you're up close, you get your first level. Then second, it removes some of the stuff because you don't need to see it being further away. And it removes pieces because as it becomes a little tiny dot, you don't need detail on it. And you don't need to render all of that and use up all the resources on your system. However, if someone doesn't do the work to actually make that part have a level of detail, you get the full shebang no matter how far off in the distance (laughs) that thing is. So if it, if the if your screen's trying to draw it, it's gonna draw it at full detail no matter the distance. And then if you have a ton of ships out there, that means it's gonna drag your whole system down because it's mm. trying to draw, you know, God knows how many ships at full res at far off distances. And, and oh yeah.
1: That. And yeah, so if there is an element that hasn't been mapped on the LOD, um it will kind of default back to full. So you may have these tiny ships in the distance that will be ganch. Imagine having that within with a couple of Idris. Or Idris. With, no, it's Idris.
0: it's Idris. I say Idris. They keep saying Idris. I, I say Idris.
1: Yeah. Um, Stoutman uh, makes an interesting comment in chat. Just wait until characters all have different clothing and textures. Same issues with multiple people on screen will happen as with ships.
0: Yeah. Yep. So, so they're going to have to LOD it. Lod and and do the work to. Um, oh, I tried to think of the term earlier, and I'm still drawing a blank. But basically, where you make the the game run better and
1: optimization. Thank oh, thank God, I but, came up with it. You and I, what we'd like, it's, we pretty sure we couldn't even think of that word.
0: I don't know why that just clicked all of a sudden. We're live, and I guess my brain
1: went. You have to remember. <laughs> Um, so, so that was particularly good and interesting to see, and um, it was fantastic kind of um, getting kind of a lowdown of that. Um, and you've got to think how many times they do that and how many passes, because it's again, it's not just ships; it's everything. Yep. It, you know, think of Port Olisar alone.
0: And it, it's nice seeing that they're they're doing optimization earlier on, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. in the alpha and stuff. Some games don't optimize until far later in in the. Uh, Far later in their development cycle, and it does not turn out well when they do that.
1: Now, there's a couple of things, a couple of uh, wee bullet points that I'd like to kind of cover off, and I think it's worth Mm -hmm. mentioning. Wasn't it last week uh, they mentioned uh, that the the Isle is going to be the next hangar-ready ship? I don't remember that that being said
0: off the top of my head, but I thought
1: it was going to be the Starfare. No, they said there's Jan scout the car to Al. I want to uh, see it. I'm gonna uh, log into your account. It's not ready yet, but you can play with it. Yeah, um, and uh, and then of course the Star Fair will be coming up soon as well, and they showed some pictures of that today. <laughs> oh my god! Um, and the picture that got me. <laughs> Was when the beheaded one.
0: Yes, where you could see the beams and the fire. and the. Because my
1: reaction was, no, you can't. You can't do that. The ships like this don't get blown up. Um, but they but do. Then, but they do. And I'm just wondering how much of that was a, was a, the artistic license and how much of that has been rendered in. Because I imagine that's going to be a, a break point. But if they break it as beautifully as what was seen there, Oh, that's going to be something! Oh, Grak is your laugh. Uh,
0: I, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because, <laughs> and there it is. He, he saw it too. Uh, sometimes our moderators here in the chat like to have fun with us, and so, uh, they caught yeah. a good quote out of context here, which was the uh, Dublar saying, "If it's n- it, saying, sorry, it's not ready yet, but you can play with it."
1: Oh well, that's going to go down well.
0: You do realize you might have just given them another.
1: I think I have. Um, yeah, Cyberwolf. wolf. Cyber was saying I was wondering how it's going to look uh, if in your cabin, in your cabin, when it comes off like that, uh, that is actually going to be scary as fuck. Yeah, because we're, we're we're getting into the size of ships. This is because this is where I, I actually. Have you been in a tally when the tally, the tally blows up? It doesn't sit, fracture. It doesn't have a spine break. Uh yeah, it doesn't have I a think. spine break right now. Because they are playing
0: spine breaks and various they things. They are They they're I mean it's still alpha, so they're still working on those things. Yeah.
1: So so when we start to have the spine breaks and we're we're in and we're looking at the other side going, uh oh, my stuff's in there. Like my air rep for breathing apparatus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be a you're thing. just
0: like, oh god, I have atmosphere for three, two. Oh, oh what an atmosphere. <laughs> I wonder how much um, detail they're going to give on the body with, with that. If you'll see the eyes like popped out. Oh
1: yeah, we'll 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 get the Martian look. Um, a little bit so, of um, oh recall. god, thank you, thank you. Yeah, um, and uh, two two uh, a couple of other quick things. Uh, in this week's uh, it, so th- three other things before we get on to because uh, I want to talk about PAX East because um, some stuff came up from there and then mm-hmm. I want to talk about something Maybe PAX South I, I, I'll take that as a yes and um, it looks like technical
0: difficulties again back to the splash screen okay trying to get him back it, it's, it's not working yet try again hold on everybody technical difficulties today okay still not ringing through to him let me try again come on come on Skype hold everybody we're gonna hold we're holding we're we're, we're trying I'm trying I'm trying let Du know I'm tra- there it goes
1: Oh, what an atmosphere. I love a party with a happy atmosphere. So let me take you there, and you and I will dance in the cold night air. So, uh, how is everybody?
0: Well, I got you back. It took me trying to ring you four times or five times. Really? Yeah, so when you do you send me the message saying ring me or do it right afterwards, I have been every time, but oh, really? it starts my end and your end doesn't pick it up. So I have to cancel it and try it multiple times until it
1: finally rings through. <laughs> oh, that is wild. Um, <laughs> sorry, Red Hawk. Um, so we are having Skype trouble. Sorry about that, everyone. So um, what was going to say? Oh, fuck it. Fuck it. it, Bucket. Um, yeah, so there's Starfarer. a couple of things I wanted to talk about. Starfarer. Starfarer, yeah. And seeing
0: yeah. the pictures of that, it is,
1: oh my god, the design inside, it is the freaking, it's a firefly. It is so nice. Um, so yeah, so before we talk about PAX South, PAX South, yeah. Um, yes, And PAX a couple South. of other things that came up. I want to touch upon a couple of quick observations that also came through. Um uh, there was a question last week about was it that last week or this week about docking? It was this week from AT, around uh, Temple of the chairman about docking with other ships. Yes, docking. Uh, I found that quite interesting in a very in a very weird way. But, yeah, just
0: you gotta gotta talk through the nose and push up the glass glasses. Up the
1: glass. My glasses. My <laughs> oh, glasses. Is it a bit like that?
0: little bit except you want a little more chipmunk that's like a nerdy chipmunk It's a
1: um <laughs> so um my my thing was just about how we've we've been seen locked uh, uh, airlocks and docking things on ships and i guess in my head i carried the assumption that old docking would be close to universal mm-hmm. but now it's not the case certain ships you won't be able to dock with and You'll need the ship. docking collar for it and everything else. Or, or various, also maybe you have to EVA out. And mm-hmm. then I was thinking, oh, that'd be quite interesting because then you've got like the RSI ships, which will probably all dock to each other quite fine. Uh, and then maybe you've got uh, docking friendliness based on manufacturer and various things. And I thought um, that's that's kind of quite a nice wee thing to see. And I'm kind of curious as to you know how that mechanical play out, and I look forward to experiencing it. Um, I think that
0: we're going to have to like purchase universal docking collars of some kind that can adapt and things to even, you know, go all ship to all ship sort of thing, most likely. Yeah. Um, like it'd be like a blood transfusion system. Except not all blood transfuses to everybody.
1: Well, blood typo.
0: I think that but works in so, all so, but so one person,
1: though. So think about this, right? You get your docking um, collar. Mm-hmm yeah cover it in say blood at Taipei and you can then dock with any other ship with blood Taipei provided you're both of the same recess
0: so docking is done by smearing blood on a ship confirmed
1: yeah pretty much It's. it's I didn't it's, know
0: that That that's, that's an interesting point that came up in 10 for the chairman that's, that's how I get through
1: security every day so yeah you, you smear the security guard with blood and they let you in he goes, hello, Dubla, and I just go up to him, walk face, and I just like that. And I then say to him, I see you. <laughs> um, so there's I can that. picture it. I can picture it. <laughs> and also, um, uh, coming from 10 for the chairman this week, uh, relative and non-relative targeting modes for turrets. Uh, there was a question in there about um, about how turrets work, and is there a kind of a thing? And and it was revealed that there was something that wasn't shown in the key maps. Yeah. So I think it's I think it's kind of, if, if we've got people who are playing who aren't enjoying the turrets, you may want to just kind of explain what this is and what it means.
0: Okay. So the way it is when you get into the turrets by default right now, you try to turn your turret, say, off to the right side of where the 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 ship is facing, and you want it positioned there no matter where the ship is turning, and you don't want the turret to try and, like, Readjust and reorient as the ship moves because you're not going to be able to track as well. You want to face the direction you were choosing to face and keep evenly tracking that spot mm-hmm. off of the ship so that you know to track down or up based on how the ship is turning. You can see them moving. You're not spun all over the place. Turns out you can actually make it so that it tracks like that by pressing left alt C. I don't know how many people actually knew about that but apparently it had been talked about on Reddit a couple of times like somewhere in there this isn't in the key binds this isn't on the key map on screen I had no idea this was in there people watching 10 for the chairman on my channel while we were going over it we went wait what so we immediately had to test that out and went holy crap this is amazing I can use turrets <laughs> Oh, that's fucked up. So it was just one of those things. Like th- that's one of those moments where you go, "Star Citizen, th- this, this is, this is where tribal knowledge is bad. <laughs> we really need to work on some of these things."
1: And um, and another thing mentioned uh, uh, this week is that Crusaders getting changed relatively soon.
0: Yes, that was certainly an interesting little note. As
1: I made a note, Leon's getting larger. Uh, so, um, they're going to be adjusting the size of various planets and also the positions Mm -hmm. of various objects and, you know, I would say almost certainly including planets. So, um, I wonder what that's going to look like and what else we'll see. Cause if they're, if they're expanding this, they're therefore opening up distances and might be putting in a few more things.
0: Yeah. Like how they talked about yellow and I don't know if they meant the new yellow is getting larger.
1: The old yellow.
0: No, that one's going to be dead.
1: Okay, they would share it with you.
0: Yeah, they're they're dragging old yellow out back, but uh, they were talking about racing through the asteroid rings, and they did make a mention of nobody having done that, I believe, or they they didn't (laughs) notice, and it's like several of us messages from you done that lot like i just did that i think it was yesterday in the glaive uh <laughs> or it was yesterday or two days ago i was doing cruise speed races around the yellow through the rings in the asteroid field trying to do as many laps as i could and i've done it before in an m50 and an omega so i've done it in three ships i know i've seen bad news baron do it i know i've seen captain flint do it so uh, but he was talking about 10 minutes, though, to complete yeah. a lap. And I went, oh, I'm pretty sure it's not 10 minutes to go around yellow right now at cruise speed. If I stick in the rings and actually follow them around, I don't think it's a 10-minute lap. So that's why yeah. I'm like, Are they, is it 10 minutes with the new
1: size, maybe? Maybe it's 10 minutes with precision mode on. <laughs> That might be more than ten minutes. That might be a lot more. Um, so now there's really kind of two things that I wanted to kind of touch on, um, and you can tell us what you think about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first one is, of course, about um, Pack South. Yes. Um, so Pack South uh, was uh, last weekend, and we had a very strong showing from Bad Team Bad News Gaming. We did team have BNG and um there was actually a uh, a panel there now um our good friend um uh bad news baron and has friend you know mm, we tolerate him yeah okay okay yeah i was going to say i'll try to think <laughs> about i'll try to think about you know what he would he post bail money no no <laughs> um so uh, so uh, basically he be in uh, there with us yeah yeah so basically Baron um uh launched uh, Stream Academy uh stream-academy.com uh, um which is uh, how would you describe it Crackies Stream Academy or
0: uh, for the site www.stream-academy.com um, now he did an entire panel basically
1: Oh, I was going to build up to that.
0: Oh, you were going to build up to that. Yeah. Okay. Ah, damn it! I. Ah, well, okay. So he had a booth at Pack South. We'll, we'll yeah. reveal more in a moment. Whoops. But uh, anyway, he had an entire booth there, and Stream Academy is—it's essentially a learning tool for people looking to start streaming or streamers that want to improve their their game. Yeah, and it's uh,
1: it's it's a it's a, it's a course. Um, that you can take and uh, uh, he's grown this course over the last year or so and uh, various people have taken uh, forms of this and they found it incredibly useful. Uh, I have. Yeah, you took it, didn't you?
0: I I did some of the initial stuff before it even existed, but yeah, I, I I picked his brain a ton, and this is why I mention him on my stream so much, As I've learned the most about streaming from Baron, It's because of this information that he does. So,
1: So, so, but um, what happened is that Baron actually uh, did a panel at uh, uh, PAX South um, in a much larger room than he had thought he would have.
0: 665 Uh, people.
1: Yeah, and there are jokes about what happened to that last one. <laughs> uh, yep. uh, um and uh on the panel talking about streaming, he had uh two um two well two people who are just kind of awesome in the community. He had uh uh he had, well, he had Jared, um uh, uh Disco Lando, mm-hmm. and of course he had uh, Ed from um uh Dangerous. Yep. So we had like the two community
0: managers of the supposedly, you know, fighting each other space sim games and the people that like to start crap about, you know, <laughs> my game's better, my game's better. You had the community managers of both games on the stage at the same time hugging each other.
1: Oh, they actually hugged. They hugged. Oh, sexy. I'm yeah, make there, there was there was most
0: definitely a moment of hugging there.
1: So, it's on YouTube, and it's it's worth checking out, but there's a reason why we mentioned this mm-hmm. um it's because of something illegal, so Grakis, you wanna kind of um share in case people aren't aware of this
0: okay, so th- what it is is in the the reason this ties into Star Citizen is it'll come up in a second all right Elite dangerous has a program called the Pioneer program. It's their affiliate program, so if you're someone who's really into Elite and, say, you stream it and you promote their game a lot and everything else, you can become part of the Pioneer program and get an affiliate link where people that get interested in the game and want to purchase it, if they click your link, it doesn't cost them any extra, but you get a percentage of it.
1: Mm. So
0: it's it's a way to sort of say thank you to the people that already sell the game as it is. Who are, they, who are advocates. Yeah, so kind of like we do with Star Citizen, where we're like, oh, yeah, go get this package and this is what you want to look for. And we get a lot of people coming in through, you know, maybe through the the podcast, but definitely on stream where people have bought the game from what they've seen. Mm-hmm. And Disco Lando, Jared, made a quick mention during that panel of, quick oh, mention. yeah, this, is, this was a very quick mention, no details, but he made a quick mention when Ed brought up the Pioneer program of... Oh yeah, we we've got something like that too. It's illegal.
1: Yeah, so that's news, and that's kind of cool. Um, obviously, uh, it's not real until it's real. Yes, but that's that's a, a lovely thing, especially. Um, uh, well, it's the fact that they're looking at it like that
0: because we have our, our referral program now, where we get the in-game stuff. Mm. But the fact that they're they're even looking into it is it's nice to know that, you know, because then you feel appreciated for for doing the content stuff.
1: The main thing I believe in and I'll keep banging on about this is um, they've got so much money and sure, let's give them more. um, But obviously within our own personal buckets of reason. Um, But if you look at, I think the average spend per uh, citizen is around ninety seven dollars right now. Yes. So, uh oh, oh, no,
0: technical difficulties, Boop. and we have a splash screen. Uh, I'll give you that Duplar face again real quick. There you go, chat. All right, we're going to try and get him back. Here we go, and it's not calling. Try again. I think this one was on two. Oh, it only took two attempts. This- oh, my camera's not coming through this time. Are you okay? Like this? I- I'm okay. You okay? Yeah, it j- it'll show up on for everyone.
1: Welcome to the jungle. We got fun and games. Um, so uh, you were saying ninety six
0: dollars, and that's where you left off. So,
1: so ninety seven dollars. Um. So, imagine imagine this, right? What would life be like if the average spend per citizen was $60 or $70? What would that actually mean? You'd have a bunch of people with starter packages, most likely. You'd have a lot more people. hmm I would love nothing more than uh, by the end of 2016 there to be another million citizens.
0: Oh, I'd absolutely love that. That... That's that's constantly something I I try to aim for and and promote. Is let's get new players in here. We want more people spreading the word. More more new people looking at this. More
1: uh, fresh blood, fresh meat, fresh Fresh meat. meat. More blood for the blood god. Um, So the the entire the entire notion about that is this is why I like this notion of a potential affiliate program. This is a program where, sure, the incentive for you is to get some some extra some side cash from this, if this if this actually works out. If they but do, the, it, yeah. If they do it, yeah. But the but this to me is um, a, a more strategic attempt at growth of our player base, because mm-hmm. there are there are three things that will at this moment in time grow uh, the player base. Um, apart from people seeing everything work and be successful, everything connect, and that's what we're seeing already right now with the the the, the monthly kind of growth of of, of citizens. We've got uh, the FPS when that fully yeah. comes in. We've got uh, procedural generation when that fully comes in. Oh yes, because that's going to be a huge thing. And uh, we've got ourselves, um, and those those three branches are really going to be, I think, the focus. And that, and then it's obviously going to come into the single-player game and all the various kind of calling card assets that can then be shown and produced. So, so at the very least, for I would say the the, the next two to three quarters, uh, I think we're going to see those being the the three tranches of what can bring people in. Um, so we'll 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 see kind of what happens there. But I'm really excited mm-hmm. by it. I I am too. Just because,
0: it, again, it, it comes back to the. It feels like they appreciate what we do on an extra level then because a lot of times we will show off this game day in and day out and people will come in and go, oh, my God, how do I get this? And, mm. you know, you tell them how how they can go and buy it and you give them all their package options because and we don't do it because we're, we're shilling or sellouts. We do it because we love the f- product oh, yeah. and we believe in it. It's just, you know, that if you can make a little side gash on it too it's like oh okay that 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 helps because honestly we'll probably use that side cash to do
1: giveaways we'd be so bad but yeah yeah um so uh so 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 there is that Uh, now moving on there is one big topic i want to talk about um Mm -hmm. and i think it's going to be a bit of a multi- a multi-episode uh, topic because it's quite Ooh, a lot of things happening. Span streams. It's yes, we should. Oh, that makes me think rude thoughts. Um, so basically, mm. one of the mm, one of the things going on right now is uh, the RSI forums. They're posting um, about feedback on various of the old, you know, first-gen ships, the Aurora and the 300 series. And considering that part of today's uh, around the verse. Uh, they were talking about doing a stats rework of the 325A. So, no, as as the Lando pop up on the video said, it's not a redesign. It's just the stats work. Yes. Um, it's worth kind of, I think, just kind of looking at um, what people, uh, what the citizens are thinking about in terms of, uh, w- you know, what what these ships could be or should be compared to mm-hmm. where they currently are. Now, of course, none of this is is real until it until it's implemented um it's actually just a collection of feedback and i just want to give a shout out to i am yosh uh on reddit um who uh went through and looked at um several pages of feedback on the 300 series um and i thought it might just be worth reading out a few of these bits and pieces so we can kind of see what the general consensus is about that series of ships. And, and we get
0: into the nitty gritty yeah. in, a, in a... We can span the episode and leave a teaser for us getting into the details.
1: Rah. So let's look at the design at least. So um, the observations have been that the exterior look is loved by many, despite its interior features being outdated. Uh, it kind of reminds me about if you've ever been traveled the Eurostar, Um, it's like, ooh, you're traveling through this tunnel, but you're living in the 1970s. Um, (laughs) Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So they're considering uh, maybe a shinier paint job could be appreciated because the Merlin and the M50 paint jobs look like sex. Um, The cockpit and canopy seem to be universally liked. Uh, Observations are the corridor between the cockpit and cargo area seems to be a lot of waste space. And they don't understand what that's being used for. Uh, Observations that the bulkheads there are very thick. Um, Mm -hmm. The the engine and thrusters take up far too much of the ship's available space, um, and it's there's no trade-off. So the big engine does not mean um, uh, speed maneuverability. Uh, Flip that around. I think there's comments later on about this. The Avenger. Has a much smaller engine and can hold its own against the 300 series quite easily. Um, So it seems that there's a visual design there, but there's absolutely no trade off in it. Um, Many players purchase a ship because of its luxury and being the BMW of Star Citizen Universe, Um, but uh, it really isn't. It doesn't kind of fit that in people's minds. Uh, but nobody really knows what a luxury single seater is, um, and how that should be defined. Uh, should they start with better components? Maybe it's like how the uh, the Constellation Phoenix has better components because uh, unless things have mm-hmm. changed, tracks, these the internal components are like rated between one to nine. Um, We're we'll probably getting like a two or three in our models, which it talks about reliability.
0: I don't Um, think they've changed the grading system, as far as I know, but they also haven't solidified it, so who knows? Yeah,
1: so who knows? So it may be that there's uh, uh, better uh, parts, uh, components. Um, Do they get thicker hulls or shields as a result? Leather bucket seats, I can't understand that. Better paint job, sharper finish. Greater upgradability compared to budget. Should it have a glass moonroof? So people can sit back and look at the stars. Uh, somebody suggested a cup holder,
0: like a silence on the interior. podcast.
1: But I am giving that person a look. Whoever suggested that has never understood luxury. Um, mm. I've got a cup holder. Oh. Yeah, but a mini bar,
0: mini bar, I can.
1: I was gonna pour it on my crotch, and you could suck it off. Uh, That's
0: definitely a limousine-like an experience.
1: Yeah. Um, but, uh, comparing it against the Mustang beta, which actually has a really nice interior cabin, um, it's it, the interior cabin isn't done, say to the Phoenix level of luxury, uh, which of course mm-hmm. to some people is debatable if the Phoenix is luxury. Um, but the, the, the beta is a far more enjoyable interior ship. There's no room to stand. You're crouching, um, a little bit, you are stooped, um. You get a fold-out cot for your bed. What? Um, There's confusion about how cargo would be loaded into the ship. The only compartment available is the route the pilot would take to get in and out of the pilot's seat. Um, uh, There's really no living space. Um, There's people are hoping for modules to let them dress it up. People are requesting a shower or toilet restroom. Um, Don't know. Maybe a kitchen. People, uh, the going doors, it's like a DeLorean. Um, People people are saying it's a major cause of concern amongst the community. Um, They they get into a little bit of technical details about that, Um, but they're suggesting maybe a cargo lift instead of the ladder. So it would be like maybe the tally, where the tally has the drop down lift uh, instead of having a ladder system because a ladder doesn't really feel luxurious um the going doors however they do have a rather kind of quality kind of look to them so uh it would be like you know could i don't know how they would uh, yeah you know what i'm kind of coming with this it's like i really like personally i speak i like the look of that but i totally get that it's an inappropriate waste of space and maybe that's what luxury is luxury an inappropriate waste of space with the uh, ladders <laughs> with the ladders in the going so it's like why do we have two doors
0: because then you can get out either side, get in either side, load it up either way.
1: But then what you do is you um, uh, it, it, would, it would have to be that uh, if, you, if you didn't have that, would you be able to then to redesign the interior and use that side of the ship for something? Um, uh, they're looking at uh, yeah uh, most don't want cargo to be carried via an external cargo pod as you don't put a luggage rack on a Lamborghini. Wing mounts that people aren't happy with them. They hope that they could be moved inward, although this might affect the effectiveness of any mounted gimbals, but it would improve convergence. And also the the weaponry of the 300 series are pretty much exposed. Uh, if you get hit on a wing, you lose everything. Um, and it just happens that they've got big off, fuck off wings, and that's the most of the ship.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> they do have uh, pretty big
1: wings in the back there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so if uh, if, uh, you'll get, if you're in a 300 series and you're attacked, so the number one thing is put your, your shields on rear, because that's the biggest object of your ship. Um, missile racks are a bit big because they're only uh, two missiles and they're exposed. Um, uh, there's tons of little things. Uh, there's no seats for passengers. Um, uh, weapons st- stick out, so it's not a civilian luxury. Landing gear keeps it too high. Why do, can't we have skids? Um, um, and, and people are giving various kind of other, like additional kind of minor suggestions. And that's just on the design. And, and there's more on balance and whatnot. But I don't know if we should talk about that now. We I'd, should take I'd it into the stream. Balance in the next stream. We'll, we'll okay. take this one on now, though. Yeah, so I mean, what do you think of those kind of observations? I I think I think they're mostly on the money, mm-hmm. but equally, I think oh was nope. that, was that yet yeah, That's a, no, you disagree? Nope, disagree. Okay, uh, go. One on. of the
0: biggest things I disagree with is the the part where they're saying okay, the hole is too bumped in internally, and it creates that narrow ca- corridor and everything else. So the hole's too thick. Well, okay. How many components have to be loaded into your ship that your ship actually needs? Where are those components going to sit?
1: Yeah, um, there. <laughs> oh, okay, so uh, there was one thing I was going to come in and say. Well, I agree with I agree with it in uh, generally speaking. There are a couple of things where we don't know what the components are going to be and how they're going to fit into the system. Um, I will ag- I will agree most definitely on such things as that's a big engine you've got there. But that's a
0: stats tweak.
1: Yeah. uh, But, well, well, that's okay. um, Because it doesn't mean that we go for a few physical redesign, but we need Mm -hmm. to kind of rethink the logic of the ship within the game. And that can be a design change or a stats tweak. Um, But there's also pieces like, um, you know, I've always wondered how we're going to get cargo working on those ships. Now, they take about, with the exception of the 350R, I think they take about eight tons of cargo, or that's what they used to take. I don't even know what it is in the It's new not system. even
0: tons, because now they've switched yeah, the system yeah, from yeah, tons
1: yeah. to, to uh, hold on. You know
0: what? I'm going to go see if it's it's actually on the site for its current updated one. And mind you, this is the stats page, which, as Everything we all will say, change. it'll change. Um
1: yeah, so um, while you're looking at that, the thing that I, I'm always interested in is um, because they've modularized, Not I'm using modularized because it's used so often, the cargo pods, uh, the cargo containers, um, uh, you know, how do you kind of fit and stack? Now, I've for me. Many- oh, no. Oh, no, we lost him again and we
0: have ourselves another moment with him frozen we're going to get him back splash screen all right gonna try and get him back right now oh my god we might get him on the first try
1: can i honestly say how much you're fun back on have the first try this together i know oh my god this is gonna be hell um well you're back at least. Yeah. Um
0: and I found the, the what it is on the new page. Oh what is it? Uh standard standard uh SUU. cargo. Yeah, the SEU or it says cargo capacity is the way it lists it
1: is 4. Right. So um how are we going to fit 4 into into the ship now I've owned uh, 325a for a good while i gave it up uh late last year um the thing that the thing for me with it is it's a beautiful ship i absolutely mm-hmm. love the design i love the going i love everything about it um uh apart from the idea of that if i wanted to actually to carry cargo how do you carry cargo I'd- so i could i could see like you've got the versatility of getting out either door Uh, Which is completely unlike any other ship where you've only got like basically one main door for most things like Mm. the gladius you get the ladder and various things and it's a case of is there anything that could be I I mean I could I could see the 300 series ship becoming larger uh, to possibly fit in a little bit more kind of mechanisms for handling and managing cargo. Um, Mm Yeah. Because uh, if you if you go inside, you've got you've, you've got a lumpy, uneven floor, uh, which if it was which basically means you've got really nowhere to put cargo interior. So if you are to flatten that out, you would actually have a, a, a cargo option. But you've got to make sure that you have um, as <laughs> he machination, Tim is coughing, uh, talking about the Aurora next week um yeah uh That'll come you, up. yeah um you've so it's like do you if you want to keep the cargo inside you've got to make sure you've got a walkway to kind of get through from ship from pilot to back um you've got uh no other kind of seating space so maybe you put seats in the back as well there could be a redesign done there um the flip side of that is um you know, if you, as planned, put it on the outside and have it like as a cargo pod, I'd love to see an option of that. But it would have to be um, so sex, sexually designed um, because right now all the cargo unit SU boxes are, are rectangular and it really doesn't fit the aesthetic of the ship. It doesn't need to. And there's a reason for that. OK, if
0: if you want to call it a luxury ship like a BMW or a Lamborghini, like some of them did. How many BMWs or Lamborghinis are you loading in cargo boxes to in order to ship them around? And how many of those cargo box? Like, I'm going to move into my new house, and I'm going to move in my Lamborghini, and I'm going to buy an aesthetically designed box for my Lamborghini to haul it over to my new house.
1: I don't think you get what I'm saying. You're talking about putting the Lamborghini within the box. I'm talking about uh, the ship having uh, a place to carry cargo. Hmm. So if it's it's carried, it's carried let me finish. Hmm. If it's carried on the outside, fair enough. That that's the design. That's the design. Um. It's just that uh, I figure that with such an icon, you've got to kind of bear in mind that with these ships being the first wave design, this is designed without a uh a, a, a manufacturer's template. What's the best way to call that? they they did have a template for uh, a design oh god i know what you're talking about about. yeah so the ags standard the anvil standards Mm -hmm. um so for me it's a case of these things were very iconic and they kind of created the first statement about what these what these ship brands would be like um and the idea of having just a a boring box attached underneath the 300 series it's entirely functional we could do the job very well um it's just a case of meh really origin <laughs> um you know maybe maybe that's kind of uh you know because yeah I, I just i'd just be curious to see how they kind of handle that i'm, tr- I'm not explaining myself very well but no i get I'm trying, what you're I'm saying trying fit, i'm trying to fit the aesthetic of the of the you ship, the brand of the company versus the, cargo to, the carry cargo
0: to kind of be hidden away and everything,
1: but alright um
0: just because these numbers would give you a, a general gauge of one to the other and Aurora LN is listed as a cargo capacity of 13 sexy and that's its, its underside cargo box mm. thing, so or you're you're looking at just generally speaking these numbers are going to be tweaked these aren't you know gospel or anything but you get the general idea that it carries essentially three times less cargo it's it's not going to be carrying any big have you, cargo have, boxes
1: have you walked in well, so that would be kind of interesting because uh i was gonna say have you walked into a 300 series ship recently yes. you saw on the outside yes you did um the thing that I always get about these cargo boxes is they follow a basically cuboid shape. Mm-hmm. So if it means that instead of having a cuboid shape, we'd have like long thin uh, rectangular things. My throat is going, by the way. Sorry. If we had long thin rectangular things, there's a joke there somewhere. <laughs> um, uh, then I could see that working very well because it would be simply uh, a very you know minor detail in the overall ship aesthetic and shape um but you know well what i'm looking
0: at it as is their cargo space is in the back there however i'm i'm thinking about like the boxes you find at covalex and there's all different sized boxes and stuff mm. however there are these smaller ones that are like the medical supply crates and stuff i could stack four of those against the wall into the back have enough room to walk through and it would take mm. up a good amount of my cargo space that could be essentially the sizing they're they're talking about Yeah, is that it's it's meant to maybe carry a few high-price packages, like something mm. extremely val- valuable. You want to be the guy carrying the briefcase with the the diamonds in it in this ship. You don't want to be the dude trying to, you know, haul the the tractor trailer bed of
1: oranges. <laughs> that would be hilarious, though. Um Mammon Lord makes an interesting post, and I've agreed with it, but I think there's a part I'd want to tweak. Man and Lord says, long story short, all of the wave one ships were designed to look cool, uh, but without any real thought to functionality. I think CIG needs to just admit all of them need some level of overhaul to work with the new physical components and still fulfill their original roles. Now, I would agree with that, but I think a uh, little tweaks would be, I think they have given thought to functionality. It's just that the game has advanced and that thinking has advanced um so they need to revisit the uh the initial ships with that new thinking um and and I think most ships are designed for look cool even the ugliest ships mm-hmm. because there will always be someone to love them no there are a couple ships no one can love like the tally no at least one person loves the tally I don't understand. Why, how could a person love the tally? It, it, if, if, if a person loved the tally, it, it'd at most have to be the number two ship. The the poop ship. It is the number two ship. You are right about that. It is. The, that, but it is I just have to say. Tally numbers. is the poop ship. It's confirmed. Herald. <laughs> Mammon has Mammon has hot Herald love. Oh, okay. Um, so someone does
0: love a Herald apparently. I don't uh, know why. I can't understand
1: it. <laughs> we've, okay. We're, we're, lines are being drawn in chat now. Machination, Tim, goes, no one can love the Herald. Uh, Wacker says he wants to pack tons of stuff on top of his Aurora, like some kind of sedan in the 80s. Um, so if you haven't seen um, uh, National Lampoon uh, That's uh, uh, vacation, thinking. yeah, you are the Griswold. Oh, my God, we've got hot Herald love coming. Oh, my God. There's quite. There's more. Wow. Oh my, wow. Grakis, your chat stream. Seriously. I,
0: I don't understand them. They, I, they have no taste. I need to teach them better.
1: <laughs> but anyhow, so I guess what we're saying is um, they are, you know, ideas and thoughts are being collected in the RSI forums. Um mm-hmm. There are other ones that uh, about the 300 series, and we'll come to that. Uh, we also, they've collected on the Aurora. So uh, the Aurora, I have a big love of. Um, so we could talk about that as well, but we won't talk about that today. Um, Gracchie, is there anything else you want to kind of uh, touch upon?
0: I, I just want to say it real quick is that some of the arguments that I did see in there, in the top at least, and everything else is it, it goes back to the I want the ship that does everything argument yeah. again. It's hey, I want luxury, but I want to haul cargo in luxury, and I wanted to do it as well as these other ships, and I also want to have a lot of room in there to make it look like I want, and I also want you know to have all my components, and I want those engines to, like on and on.
1: So I, could you I, just
0: redesign it and resize it to give me everything that I'm I going
1: wanted? To, I'm going. To, no, I'm going to very strongly disagree with you there, uh, because I mean. I, I think I maintain the spirit of, and this has just been me, of course. Oh, no, you do. <laughs> yeah, I, I, maintain, I maintain I maintain, the spirit of, um, you know, exactly. You, you don't have a Mary Sue ship. You have ships that do the job, that are designed for certain things, and uh, therefore have inherent limitations, both about how much they can do of that particular thing, because, quite frankly, if it can do something, it should also still be a challenge um and also things that they can't do when it comes to the 300 series ships um i think it does need uh, a ref a bit of a refocus i don't think it needs to be overly dramatic nope. um a little nudge in one way can bring uh, amazing you know definitely needs a,
0: polish, a polish pass that much yeah. i'm i'm absolutely certain of all of the so, the first gen ships do
1: Yeah. So, for example, if um, you know when when it when it comes down to like the logic of uh, the uh, 325A has uh, an improved targeting system, um, which is uh, the Willisop system, which is meant to be like one of those kind of edge advantage things. Um, How does that then factor into ships of its class of its kind of You know, because we're not talking about beating a gladiator we're not talking about anything like that we're just talking within that kind of its own specific band Um, how does that kind of uh, (coughs) uh, work and realize itself as more and more kind of greebles and modularity and and adjustments kind of bring in Um, will there be a point where uh, the willisop system is completely overshadowed by somebody who configs xyz Um, uh, if that's if that's a uh an interceptor then what kind of ships can kind it of intercept um uh i'm talking about very kind of general kind of large yeah. kind of obvious kind of clunky things but the entire notion is as as the as the mechanics come out and as everything kind of builds out they'll be able to answer these questions better and uh, at this moment in time you can feel um a lack of focus right now in these ships um, and that's going to change, um, but you know it's good that you know these the things are inflated exactly um, yeah, so yeah, it's so good. <laughs> My throat is catching fire right now. I want to cough so badly. I, I do believe that means we're we're coming up on the end then <laughs> so Grakis, you wonderful man of many talents where where can we find you? You can find
0: me at twitch.tv slash Grakis, G-R-A-K-E-E-S and uh, pretty much all over the net under the same name.
1: Yeah. Um, and you can find me at uh, twitch.tv slash D-O-U-B-L-A-R-T-H-A-C-K-E-R-Y You spelled um, it right! Yeah, I'm good like that. I'm also on Twitch under that uh, Twitch under, uh, Twitter under that name so you can always uh, do a wee follow and say hi and if you like this podcast uh dear god what's wrong with you but tell your friends and um pop on to uh itunes and give us a review um and uh let us know what you what you think so uh
0: yeah that's that that appears to be it's gonna end it for us so uh Stick around, everybody. We'll go into the post show. And for all the audio listeners out there, Dublar crashed again. So I'll say good night to you myself. Bye, everybody. If you like what you heard, please do feel free to follow us. We also do video stuff as well. And give us a review on iTunes. It doesn't matter if it's good, bad, or just indifferent. We want to hear what you have to think. Well, not everything you have to think. I mean, that, that could be a lot. Okay, guys, I'm trying to get him back.